Welcome to the Sport Burrito Podcast. I am Blake Brinkley, and I am, I am Toheeb. Yep, and we talk about sports all wrapped into one podcast. Everything we can think to talk about, and that's you know, that's why we're the Sport Burrito. Um, I think today we're going to start out. It's the second week of Major League Baseball. It's been off to a pretty weird start. We've already had two no hitters. This year, oh uh, yeah, two no hitters. We've had Joe Musgrove. I don't, I don't know what happened with that. Uh, everyone who leaves the Pirates learns how to pitch. Every single one, Garrett Cole, franchise. Joe Musgrove. They had another. Who was the other? They had another Pirate. They uh, was there a few years ago. I can't remember his name, but he uh, he left and like, oh, was it Bauer? Trevor Bauer played for the wow. Pirates too. He did. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. I, that I thought he was on the Indians the whole his whole career. Then I don't think so. Let me let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. Let me look it up real quick. I'm pretty sure he was a a, a pirate. He was and a Diamondback, then an Indian, then a Red, now a Dodger. Let's see, Pirates trades. There was a guy. There was somebody they had that was a. Uh, there was. Uh, they had. There was a, one other really about, good pitcher. Um, oh, pitcher. I, I was going to say, what about Andrew McCutcheon? Yeah, Andrew McCutcheon, Josh Bell is with the uh, Nationals, but I think they did the right thing, letting him go because he's actually been pretty bad. For who do the they Nationals. have right now? The Pirates, Pirates have Drew Archer. Uh, their third baseman, Key Brian Hayes, is amazing. He's going to be very good. They also, their backup third baseman should be starting for other teams. Uh, Phillip Evans is pretty good. And they, they got a bunch of average guys. Their pitching staff right now is pretty bad, though. Just the least amount of money spent in the league. That's where it gets you. Every year. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about the um, standings and which team surprises you the most right now. Pull it up. It'll be standing. I know that I saw that the Seattle Mariners had the best record in the AL West. So right now the Yankees are six and eleven, which is hilarious, and I enjoy that much. That is very surprising. Uh, The the Orioles have a better record than the Yankees. The Braves right now are eight and ten. They had a rough start, and it's um, but they they've gotten back back around. And I mean, Acuna is on fire. He's you know early, way too early MVP favorite. You know, I mean, on pace to have a ridiculous season. He's hitting over four hundred. How's um, he doing since he was taken out of that game um, like a couple of days ago? He hasn't played since then, but he he has a lower abdominal strain. But I think. He'll be all right. And plus, with the NL East, everybody's kind of had a, a weird start. So, I mean, one Everyone's series. Everyone's just about the same. Yeah, so one series and they're back and first. The whole National League, really, other than the Dodgers, has been kind of middling. The Dodgers, you know, the Giants are pretty good right now. Uh, the Rockies are bad. Awful. They're really, really, really bad. Not just their record, dude. Like, they're <laughs> genuinely bad at baseball. Like, other than Trevor Story, who has not played well, the whole team has been bad. Well, they did lose um, Arenado during the offseason. They traded him. That's, they didn't lose him. They traded him. And then the Cardinals aren't even very good either. They've had a bad start. Arenado has not played well. Um, biggest That's surprise, good. though, is probably – I mean, so the Royals and Mariners are not good on paper, but they're yeah, playing really good. Still early in the season, though. The Red Sox, weren't they? Fourth? I like what the Royals have going, though. I really do. They got a decent pitching staff, and they, they kind of did the money ball thing. They got a lot of solid players. Carlos Santana's been playing well. They got the guy, Kyle Isbell, came up from AAA. He's been really good. Obviously, Whit Merrifield's always good. So, I mean, I think they'll stay pretty decent. Um, I do think the White Sox ended up winning that division, though. Uh, not so sure about that. They they have a good roster, but I don't think they have all the pieces. And the White Sox are the best team on paper in that division. Yep. 
Let's they see. just the White Sox. I mean, because that new guy Mercedes, Robert Abreu, Eloy when he comes back, just stupid, stupid team. Got got a lot of talent there. Just need to get it together. Nine and nine right now. Yeah. Uh, the I just Athletics the are care. on a eleven or twelve game win streak. They started zero and six. Hmm. Right now they're at top of the um AL West. A good roster, and they've been together for a long time. So I mean, good yeah. for them. The it's core of that team's been together a long time. Shame it doesn't translate to playoff success. Also, yeah, the, probably won't. The Angels, uh, they're they're doing okay right now, nine and seven, third in the um, division. Yeah, it's good to see Shohei and uh, Otani, and you know, not being bothered by blisters anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they got a good core because I mean. Shohei and Mike Trout, and then first baseman Jared Walsh has been really good for them, and Rendon. So they they got four big bats. As long as the pitching stays good, their their bullpen's my concern. Oh, they don't yeah. have a very good bullpen. But then yeah. again, most of Major League Baseball doesn't have a great bullpen. It's kind of we're in a lacking era of relievers. Well, I think it's just um the Yankees and the Dodgers getting all the good bullpen players. Just well, the Yankees suck. They're pitching the is a problem. They're pitching ah, is a problem. The Yankees have two and a half good starters. I don't understand how they can't afford I mean, why they don't go get better starters, but Yankees do not have – I mean, they got Garrett Cole, who's awesome. Yeah. Garrett Cole's bona fide every year going to be a candidate for Cy Young. Corey Kluber has been awful. Jameson Tyon has been okay, but he's really not that great. He's an average pitcher. And then who else do they got? Severino's cool. He's inconsistent, though. He's fine. Jordan Montgomery is not good. I don't care what nobody says. The dude's not good. And then I don't know who else is. Uh, is it Zach Britton or is it Jonathan Lewis? I don't know. But I don't even know who their fifth pitcher is. But, yeah, I just – they have all that talent. But, I mean, their catcher – can't frame and commits like an error a game. Glaber Torres strikes out too much. The whole team strikes out too much. Yeah. So I just I don't I don't know. I don't I'm not I'm not, I don't like the what what they got going on. Because if they get hot, yeah, sure, they'll be good. But right now the only they person should. who's they're due. They're due. The only the only person who's any kind of consistent is Aaron only people is Aaron Judge, LeMayhew, and Garrett Cole. Everybody else is very hot and cold, and that is concerning. I hope they suck, Not, dude. I don't like the Yankees. I hope they suck the whole year. I hope well, the Blue Jays win that division. Blue Jays 8-10. I like uh, the young think, core they got. I think it'll be a repeat year for the Tampa Bay Rays. Win the division. I think, that, get I think that's likely. Because I don't think the Reds – I think the Red Sox are just hot. Um uh, because I don't, I don't you love know, their who, roster. Who did the Rays trade for? They traded Snell for someone from the Padres. Did they trade Snell? I know we got Charlie Morton from them. The Braves did. Did they trade yeah, Snell? They, they traded. Yeah, they traded. They don't have. The uh, by the way, Chris Archer's on the uh, Braves. Ooh. Um, I mean, they got Rosarina, Glasno. It looks like they got the same roster. I don't see anybody different on here. Uh, they got Francisco Mejia. Is that, maybe that's it. Um, yeah, that's the last who they updated got. picture. Yeah, is it, yeah, he's a good catcher. He's a, he's a young, possibly good catcher. Uh, I mean, they they added a couple, you know, filling guys, and they got some guys that come up from the uh, minors. Um, Best farm they do system. things. They do things different. Yeah, Durham Bulls. That's right. They do things differently, though, with their pitching staff. So I'm not as worried about them losing Morton and Snell. I think they'll still be fine because they they do the openers and they have an amazing bullpen and they spread everybody out so nobody gets worn out. They do it a pretty they, – they got their own style and it's unique, but it works and they do it. They've, they've perfected it. So they don't have anybody that's going to go out there other than Glasnow and pitch seven innings, but – that's fine. If if you can get three guys to come out there and pitch three great innings every week, doesn't matter. Let me I, ask I like a real question. 
Yeah. Can they be win one game against the Dodgers in a four game series? Yes. Yes, they can. I believe they can. I really I do think that this is this is the Dodgers World Series to lose. This might be the best Dodgers team in this might be the in, best in a team while. ever. Like the best on paper roster. They've got so one of the top three best shortstops in baseball. Top five, borderline top five third baseman. One of the best second baseman. One of the best first baseman. Probably top five too for Cody Bellinger. He also plays right field with swaps. So does Max Muncy. He swaps between second and first. Mookie Betts is the best right fielder in all of baseball. And Probably the best fielding outfielder to ever play. Then they they've got um, Gavin Lux plays second a lot, a good up, young up and coming guy. Will Smith is already one of the best catchers in baseball, and it's got an absolute power bat. And then they got some filling guys like Pollock and all that. But then I mean, and their pitching staff is ridiculous, stupid. I mean, unbelievable. Because so, Bueller's nasty, Dustin May's nasty, and then Kershaw who's the best pitchers of all time, and Trevor Bauer, who everybody just loved to hate. And, you know, I mean, that's why he wanted to be a Dodger, because he loves being hated. He truly enjoys it. Last year, Cy Young winner. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat people that truly enjoy being the bad guy. That's Because they do. They enjoy it. Most L.A. teams do, though. They got You have to, or you're not going to thrive there. Just a L.A. New York thing. Besides the Knicks, I don't hate the Knicks. I like Julius Randle a lot. That's a good transition to basketball. The Knicks won their eighth straight last night and are now the four, four seed. Three games East. back from the Bucks. Twelve games That's left right. in the season. Three and games back, and Giannis isn't healthy yet. So there's a possibility they could scrape back into it. They could it, scrape into the three seed. With only one really good player. They have one really good player and then a bunch of really good role players. And it's honestly it's getting kind of scary because Julius Randle's playing out of his mind. Is Tom Thibodeau back to being an elite head coach? I think he learned from his mistake of running people on the ground with minutes instead of he now Julius Randle plays a lot of minutes. I'm not going to lie. He does play a lot of minutes. But I don't think – so beyond him, everybody else, he he really likes to move around. And I think that's helped him a lot. Like, because Derrick Rose only plays, plays 25 minutes a game, but they're such an efficient 25 minutes. And then he gets to rest, and Emmanuel quickly comes off the bench. Then you've got um, Nerlens Noel who comes in and plays efficient minutes. Todd Gibson, Mr. Itch role player. I mean, they got they – got, it's working. So, I mean, it's got to be good coaching because on paper, that roster's not that good. They're just not. Plus, R.J. Barrett, he's he's had a bad year, and they're still – A bad he's year. Supposed, he's supposed to be their number – he has not had a great year. He's had a few good games, but he has not had a great year. Let me go he's look improved. at he, He's improved he a lot improved. since his rookie season. Yeah, has gotten better. Uh Oh, they also mean Mitchell Robinson isn't even back yet. Mitchell Robinson's an amazing center. Uh, Let me go see what his stats are this season, RJ. I know he's had some dud games. I mean, he's averaging... 17 per game, 3 assists, 5.6 rebounds, 34 minutes a game. His field goal percentage is the problem. That's true. He has played every game he's been there. His field goal percentage has been... Forty-four, forty-five percent from inside the three-point line, and forty-two uh, percent total. So forty-two percent from the field is not great, um, but he's gotten better. I mean, last year it was forty percent. Oh, forty-four percent. Yeah, that's just forty-four percent on the year. I mean, that's it's better. But you he's know, he still leaps. got some. He's he still got a lot of room to grow. He still doesn't get many assists. He's not good at finding other people. And he still turns the ball over oh. like twice a game. Four assists and two turnovers a game. Does he play like point shooter. or shooting guard? He plays shooting guard, but a lot of times he's the uh, he's the main ball handler because, I mean, 
when when Derrick Rose is off the court. Yeah, he's he's a lot of time a main ball handler. It's either him. They they rotate because they got Alfred Payton and Derrick Rose and quickly and RJ Barrett are their guards mostly. They've also got Reggie Bullock, but he's kind of more like a spot up shooter. Um, yep. So and then I don't really understand their wing situation. I mean, they throw Alec Burks out there a lot. RJ Barrett drops down the wing. They don't play top in at all. And then Kevin Knox is but um but Todd Gibson has been, you know, great for them. It's really helped a lot. And then of course Julius Randle. I don't know. It's weird. They got a weird roster, but it works for them. So whatever. It doesn't matter. Speaking um, of um hot teams, how about the um Atlanta Hawks? Really yeah. surprised the heck out of me, man. Yeah, the sadder thing is how about the Raptors and the Bulls who just made they made they made these moves at the deadline and they got worse. I don't I don't know how it worked. The Bulls got one of the best centers in the NBA and got worse. Well, in, in the Raptors defense right now they're the Tampa Bay Raptors. And also they've just been dealing with injuries, um lack yeah. of effort. But somehow they're still they still can make it because it's still because we got ten. We got ten now. We got the play the play in. Um because the top ten seeds make it. So it's the Wizards, the Raptors, and the Bulls basically are gonna fight for the ten seed. Yep, right now half a game back of the Wizards. Uh, the Wizards are I really I, I feel bad for because I mean I do like the way Westbrook and Bradley Beal have turned that team around a little bit. I don't want to see them in the playoffs. I just don't think they're. I think they're a little hot right now. I don't think they're very good, and I don't think they should be in the playoffs. They have literally no center and no power forward. It's Alex Lynn, Daniel Gafford, and I don't know who else. That's just I don't know. I don't think a ten seed should be in the playoffs. Period. Why would you? Well, let they're doing it this year. For the... <laughs> they're doing the play-in thing this year. It's whatever. It's fun. It's fun. But the East Coast is obviously weaker. I mean, even if the Wizards make it, even if the Wizards make it and they get past the the play-in thing, they're not beating the Seventy Sixers. It's not happening. They're not beating the Nets. Not beating the Nets. Probably not beating the Bucks. They have a chance to everybody else, but they won't get that. They won't get those games. Um, honestly, if LaMelo Ball comes back, the Hornets are the best team in that group. They are. The, the Heat do not look that great right now. When Jimmy Butler's playing, they look better, but Hero has looked bad. Uh, their minutes are all over the place. It's really just been Bam out of bio and Jimmy Butler, and Oladipo has been awful. Just Oladipo hasn't played in like uh, the few games he played. He was dreadful. Yeah, he Uh, was just coming off an injury, uh, sitting for the Rockets, uh, a little slow the first couple games. Then he had like one and two good games, and then uh, hurt his knee, I think, against the Trailblazers a couple weeks ago, and he's been out since then. Yeah. Uh, let's see the the Celtics. They've um Un- super underwhelming. They've turned it up a little bit. They're still underwhelming. That roster is crazy. I don't. I still, for life, me don't understand why Robert Williams doesn't play thirty five minutes a game. He comes in. So I play fantasy sports a lot. He will play twenty five points a game and end up being one of the highest scoring centers on the whole night with blocks and steals and points and rebounds. But he doesn't get to play, and he's athletic enough to play, you know, pick and roll, and he's not tired. So I don't get it, because he's obviously the best big man they have on the team. But, Maybe he's a secret weapon, come off the bench to give a spark. Even when he starts, he only plays twenty five minutes a game, and then they traded Daniel Tice, who was their only other efficient big man. I don't get it, but hey, I mean, they're still dangerous. Probably just pre- preparing for a small ball, man. When they're still super, super dangerous, because if Kemba is playing like Kemba, they, they then they have a big three, and and then you know, because yeah. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum always put out, they go out there and hoop every time. Every time they go out there, Kemba Walker's on, and especially if Marcus Smart's on, that's a tough team to beat. It's a tough team to beat. Let's go on to the West Coast. Uh, West I Coast. think. Un- 
unequivocally the best team in the NBA right now is the Jazz. Unequivocally. Best team. I I disagree to the fullest extent that you can disagree. The best team right now is the Phoenix Suns. I don't see it. I don't trust Aiden. You, you don't, don't trust Aiden. But no, I don't trust Aiden. I love Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I love what they're doing. I love that the Suns turned it around. I don't trust Aiden in a playoff game, though, because he throws out duds. He throws out complete dud games. I, I think but the do Suns they even are... Need him to, do they need him to score to win? They don't. They need him to play Aiden defense to me, in the paint because you think about the West. Aiden I mean, to me is defense and rebounding. But he he's but he I'm saying he throws out duds on defense and you think about who he's got to go against they got to get through Gobert or Jokic or Anthony Davis one of those is coming you got to handle at least one so I mean I and possibly I think he can hand, he can handle Gobert but honestly nobody can, hand, nobody can handle Jokic or Anthony Davis right now exactly no one can, no one can handle them. Nikola Jokic is the MVP. It's either him or Steph Curry. Everybody else doesn't have a case to me. Chris Paul is a borderline case. No one else has a case. To me, personally. Jokic and well, Steph Curry has been, have been so fantastic. Especially the past two weeks for Steph. Dude, Steph has been. He's averaging 31 points a game. 31 points a game. That's a lot of points. It's a lot. Um, I still don't believe Is in the Clippers. Is it leading to wins, though? Yeah, I mean, they're winning. I mean, they're, they they were out of the playoffs, and now they're 6-4 they're and four in their last they're, 10. Um, they're, they're just terrible away from home. At home, they've six won. 6-4 in, in their last 10 with Curry averaging like 40 points a game. Yeah, I mean, the team around him is not great. He's carrying them. That's the difference. I mean, Jokic is, Jokic is carrying a good right. roster. Minus Jamal Murray. A good roster. They just lost Jamal Murray. That's true. But he's carrying a good roster. Warriors, I mean, Seth Curry is carrying a pretty bad roster because Draymond Green is a shell of himself. He's not very good. Useless on offense. Still a good defender, but he's useless on offense. Just a paperweight. Andrew Wiggins is okay sometimes. Um, he's, He has his games. Ubre since the All Star break awful. has been awful, awful. just terrible. Awful. And last night, uh, Basemore played a very good game, but he's inconsistent. They just don't have any the Wiseman's out. They don't have any true like real big men. They got Kevon Looney, who's yeah, just they're basically Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and the Santa Cruz Warriors. Yeah, and then um, but yeah, I don't trust the Clippers at all. I won't until I see Paul George not be playoff P. Um, no more pandemic just, P. <laughs> we might still have pandemic P, dude, because I don't know what it is when he gets to the playoffs. Unless he's in a Pacers uniform, he's garbage in the playoffs. When he was with the Pacers, he was big time. Dude hit some big time didn't shots. He, didn't he become playoff P with the Thunder? Yeah, he had one good playoff he, game. He kind of do forget that he played for the Thunder. Because it was a very forgettable time. Um, him and, also, him and Westbrook. Carmelo not Anthony played for the Thunder. Just forgettable time. I think we just need to shut the book on that ever existing period. Um, but the uh, the Trailblazers, of course, are always dangerous. Um, the Nurkic Cantor combo down low is pretty tough. And then, of course, Damian Lillard. Whenever Nurk, whenever um, Yusuf plays, because he's. Had the injury bug for a couple seasons yeah. now. He's on he's on minute restrictions now. Him and Cantor split. And I think that's the best thing for them because Cantor is a good center. He's a great rebounder. He's not the best offensive yep. player, but they don't need that usually when he's out there. Not like the best usually, defender either. He's a fantastic rebounder. And so that's yep. all they really need. I mean, because Covington is an excellent defender. They got a good balance in Portland. And they haven't been healthy, and that's why a lot of their record is not showing it. But, I, I mean, I think – I think they're I think they're better than the Suns when they're healthy. And I think they're better than the Clippers when healthy. Uh, right now they're in the battle with the Dallas Mavericks for the sixth spot. 
who have zero chance uh, of winning a playoff series. Zero. Really? None. E- even if even if Luca and Porzingis are healthy for the whole season. They would have to they would both have to average over 30 a game because the rest of the team they're they're so bad defensively. They have no real like center presence, no rim protecting presence. Willie Colley Stein is a joke, and so is Dwight Powell. They're they're Dwight Powell shouldn't even be on the NBA roster. He is terrible. And then Move beyond them up to the sixth spot, you think they can't beat the Clippers. The only reason they could beat the Clippers is because Paul George is useless in the playoffs. I do think because Luca has shown he can handle Kawhi. He can handle that defense. So I'm not as worried about that. So the Clippers, they might be able to beat. They have no shot against the Nuggets. I don't think they have any shot beating the Suns in seven games. I don't think they have any shot with the Jazz. Um, and then I don't think the healthy Lakers, no chance in hell. Um, I think the Grizzlies have a better chance of beating all those teams than the Mavericks do. The West is the really a tough conference. The Grizzlies have been hot. John Morant has finally playing like John Morant. Uh, Jonas yeah. Valanciunas is possibly the most underrated player in the whole NBA. They just um, got um, JJ Jr. back. Jaron Jackson. Yeah, he's coming back, and he is am- when he's healthy is a really really good. That adds to. I mean, Valanciunas is already a great defender and rebounder and a great Valentinus. center. I say Valanciunas. Same thing, Valanciunas. He's, he's great. I love Valanciunas. I really, really wish the Mavericks had him or him or Rashard Holmes for the Kings. I love both of those guys. I think they'd fit well with them. I'm a Mavericks fan, if nobody can tell. But, uh, yeah, I like the Grizzlies, what they're doing. Brandon Clark coming off the bench is great. Kevin Anderson is a great um, pass first forward, and he's a good ball handler. Comes from that Spurs willing to pass the ball pedigree. and. and then you got Grayson Allen is good off the bench for some scoring. Brooks is, Brooks is good some games. He's kind of hot and cold. But when John Moran is hot, he can lead that team. And I, uh, they, they have a better roster around John Moran than the Mavericks do around Luka Doncic by far. And that's, that's tough. That's why I think they'll be better. Even though I think Luka's better than John Moran, I, I think John Moran, the gap between the rest of the team is way bigger than the gap between Luca and Ja. Uh, what do you what do you, what do you think the Mavericks need to do to go to that next level? What what moves Tim do Tim Hardaway need needs to, make? to go? Tim Hardaway Jr. needs to go. Dwight Powell's inflated contract needs to go, and they need to get. I, I like Josh Richardson, but it doesn't seem like he fits there. They need a real three and D wing, kind of like Robert Covington, somebody that can hit open shots and can shoot like 43 percent from three. Um, so Luca has someone to pass it to, and then they need a real big because Porzingis is a hybrid. He's not like a rim protector. He can, but that's not his thing. They need a real center who goes in there and does the dirty work, can play defense, and is just efficient and doesn't need a whole lot of touches. That's why I like Mahomes, Valenciunas, even Jakob Pertl for the Spurs. I love the way he plays. He's a good rim protector. Uh, guys like that. They need someone like that bad. And then uh, I don't like Hardaway just because he's so hot and cold, but they need someone on the bench that can also score and get their own shot because Luka dominating the ball 60 70% of the game is it's fun to watch, but it's not championship. It's not a championship formula at all. We've already seen that blow up with Harden in Houston. So, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. They got some work to do. They'll always be competitive with Luka. And, and Porzingis, they'll always be competitive, but I don't think this is a championship roster unless they do some make some moves. I think of the the teams that are going to be in the Final Four in the West, they have the they're the second worst team. I think the Warriors <laughs> are the worst. I think the Spurs are second, and the Grizzlies are the best team. And the and the that's going to be in the bottom four more than likely, unless the Pelicans go on a run. I like the Pelicans; they just can't finish games. They can't finish games, and they're not going to finish the season on a high note. That yeah, loss I mean, they had the other day, um, all these losses, they just got to stack and have a affecting feeling on the team. Especially, it's mind-boggling that, that – you go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, I interrupted you. 
Uh, no, you you can go ahead. It having Zion be that efficient in the, them being losing game. He requires almost no usage. He goes out there and makes stuff happen. Let me let me look at his. I'm gonna look at his shooting percentage on the year. I, I want to be mind blown. Let's see. Let's go go check it out. The dude's shooting percentage on the year. He is shooting 61% from the field. That is ridiculous. Okay? That is including three-pointers, even though he's only shot about half a three-pointer a game. So he requires almost zero effort. Gets eight and a half free throws a game. He shoots 70% from the free throw line. And so there's scoring there. And then Brandon Ingram has been great this year, but the rest of everyone else has just been meh. And Lonzo had a stretch where he was doing fine, but he was hasn't been healthy. And Eric Bledsoe is pitiful. They don't have a real center because Jackson Hayes comes in, does a cool dunk, and then looks useless the rest of the time he's out there. Steven Adams, yeah. has he been playing recently? He's been I don't playing, think he has. All he can he plays a little bit, but all he can do is rebound. He needed he thrived under Westbrook because Westbrook gathered so much attention. And I think that made Steve Adams look better than he actually is. Because he has no actual definable offensive skill. And he's not the best defender. He's very strong. And he's a great rebounder, but he gets abused in pick and rolls and he has no offensive, like no post up game whatsoever. None. It's the same kind of problem that the Kings have. The Kings, I don't actually don't even know what their problem is other than defense because they score out of their mind. They have Rashawn Holmes, who's a great center. He just is healthy, unhealthy sometimes. And Bagley, who is not a best defender, but good on offense. Harrison yeah. Barnes has had a good year. Hassan Whiteside. Whiteside come off the bench, get some blocks. He's not good in pick and rolls, though. And um, that's a common theme. The best teams in the NBA – and defend the pick and roll. Period. Period. That's what they do. They defend the pick and roll well because that's the most used offense in the game. Rudy Gobert is the best center in the NBA guard in the pick and roll. And even Jokic in his slow foot speed guards it. He doesn't get a block, but he makes it hard. Or harder than it needs to, you know, in that way. And that's why what makes Anthony Davis so dangerous is because Anthony Davis has foot speed like a guard and is seven foot tall. So he guards pick and rolls at a ridiculous capability for a guy his height. It's 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 amazing. Joel Embiid's great at it. Uh, the Nets suck at it. That's the only team that's different. The Nets have, Nets have no defense whatsoever, but they score so much because they have three of the best players and like three of the five best players in the NBA. So they have only played seven games together all season. Yeah, and they're still thirty nine and twenty. That is terrifying. Yep, it's, terrifying. it's like one of them plays while the other two are hurt, and then yeah, they just one carries, they, they just pass. One carries one that um, rest of the roster because the rest of the roster is not good. Joe Harris is fine. Bruce Brown has been coming off the bench and balling. Bruce Brown, okay, and then DeAndre Jordan is. You know, and Blake Griffin are just—they're not what they used to be. Yeah, but Blake, Blake Griffin's been playing better than um as of late. Landry Shamit has yeah, been I mean, doing really good. Like, yeah, guys that like other teams couldn't use, and it works for them. Bruce Brown was playing for the Pistons, I think, last year. Come off the bench every once in a while and did some stuff, and he was okay. But they use him better. Blake Griffin was with the Pistons. They use him better. They they just do. DeAndre Jordan was with the Mavericks for a little while. We didn't use him good. We just didn't. Yeah. People just they use they're using people better. I think Steve Nash has done a great job of coaching with the injuries. Especially I mean, they considering just, this is his first year as a head coach. Really yeah, impressive. much better than and what Jason Kidd he, did. Even though he has the best roster in, in the league besides the Lakers. But he's dealt with a lot of injuries, and he's had to rotate them. He's had to deal with Kyrie taking personal days, and he's made it work. And even when – so he's run the same, like, situational stuff even when they're not there. 
so which which has been helpful because then when they come in, it's smoother transition. Like Harden doesn't have to dominate the ball when they're there, when he when the other two aren't there, he still gets to run the same offense, and it's better for Harden in the long term. And if they are all three of them are healthy, that's that's gonna be really hard to beat, dude. That's gonna be tough. But all right, uh, what what teams in the East do you think can beat the Nets? Right now, I only think the Bucks can do it. That's it. I think the the Sixers are a Doc Rivers coach team. I lost all faith in him after last season. The Sixers don't have a chance due to they they lack depth, and Ben Simmons is the worst All Star in the NBA. He's the most overrated player in the NBA. I, I just I can't wrap my head around. He he's a good floor general. He's a great defender, but your point guard has to be able to shoot somewhat, and he can't. He can't shoot at all. And Joel Embiid has been a borderline MVP candidate. He's been great, great all year. Actually, no, he's been an MVP candidate. He's in that conversation. Yep. But Tobias Harris is inconsistent. They do play good defense though. If they, I just don't know if their defense is good enough to. Because usually Ben Simmons just has to guard the best player, and then after that, everybody else can do their thing. Ben Simmons can't guard Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. I think uh, you put um, Embiid on KD. You put that's going to be Simmons on Harden. Embiid on KD. If Kevin Durant draws Joel Embiid, he's going to get ISO'd every play and get embarrassed. I don't care what happened with Kevin Durant's Achilles. Kevin Durant on one leg is still probably the best scorer on the planet. It's it's bad, dude. He is he is. So I I just don't see it. The Bucks, however, have a but, lot more versatile who, defenders. Who's gonna guard Harden? For the for no one on the Seventy Sixers. The Bucks at least have three good defenders. The Bucks have three excellent perimeter. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis Antetokounmpo are three excellent perimeter defenders. So, but I don't I think, think the Bucks can go to the finals. I don't think they can either because if you pack the paint against Giannis and play him correctly, he's not that great because he can't shoot. If he's not shooting well, it's hard for him to do his thing. So he would need a crazy performance from other people, which Drew Holiday has shown he has the capability to do. What he does, it'd be great. If he doesn't, they Drew don't. Holiday is probably one of the most consistently good players. He's solid, but he's going to have to be more than that if they want to win because Giannis is going to have an off night or maybe two like he did last year. The last time they had a series, he got the heat made him look stupid. They had a, they had a game plan in place and – they rocked him with it, and they had no one. At, Chris Middleton didn't step up. Dante DiVincenzo definitely didn't step up. So I mean, it's just Bledsoe didn't step up. <laughs> no, Bledsoe is. I don't even know how he's took his minutes in NBA. Hey, he's been bad. I'd rather play a good veteran. You know, he plays good on ball. It's one other thing we didn't talk about. I don't understand. Rookies are not getting the minutes they should be, but they've gone out there and shown they can play for a lot of teams and not get minutes. I know that people are weirded out because, you know, we got a shortened season and all that. It's ha- it's three-fourths of the way through the year. You know, I mean, Emmanuel quickly has shown a compensity to be a great NBA scorer. Doesn't get the minutes like he should, which is, but the Knicks still win, so whatever. The Mavs have two rookies who have shown – Great ability in uh, Jalen Green and uh, Tyrell Terry. Tyrell Terry is like the best team on their player on their G League team, and probably better than half the bench players they got. Doesn't play. Obi Toppin doesn't play at all. I don't understand it. They can't be that bad. It's not that they're bad. It's just the the players ahead of them are just so much better. Like. When they drafted Obi Toppin, they didn't think Julius Randle would, would be an all-star leading them to the four-season playoffs. But he can play small forward, though. He's better than Kevin Knox. He's better than Alec Burks. Is There's just... The difference between a second-year player and a first-year player is very large. I guess. And Kevin especially, Knox especially in a season like this, 
it, Kevin it's even, even bigger. The bust. I don't know. But it, it all comes down to fundamentals and not just pure ability. Yeah. Well, um, before we wrap it up, cover the draft. It's next week. It's on the 30th, right? Yeah, eight days. Um, nope. Obviously, Lawrence is going to go first. And obviously, probably Zach Wilson second. Yep. What do you think about the talk of Mac Jones going third instead of Justin Fields? That's a bunch of malarkey there, bud. Yeah, I don't see it. I just I, I, from t- I take Trey Lance before I take Mac Jones. I wouldn't take either one of them before I took. I don't like Fields, but of the three, you you already sold the farm to get up there and get take this pick. You got to take the the most upside. You have to. I think Purely the whole from like, Mac Jones thing is just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Purely it's based either on, Fields or Nance. I, I don't see any other option but Fields because, like, purely based on how pissed off their fans would be. Can you imagine the outrage if they took Mac Jones and he had one bad game? One bad game. Done. Done. It's, 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 they, they can't use him anymore because that's the way people are. And it's bad because then they got Garoppolo sitting there on the bench. So if he has a bad game, we, let's go to Garoppolo. And then Mac Jones's pick was wasted. Fields. I don't think know. any of them would start over Garoppolo day one unless he Justin just Fields abs- starts day one. No way. Yeah, I, I don't. Garoppolo is bad. bad he he played last. To trade him. He played last season on a bum ankle. He's bad. He's not. He, he barely played last season at all. He's been carried by a great roster. The only season they were good. The, this is literally, literally the best roster in the NFL outside of quarterback. Even when they were a bad team, he still led them to wins. He won like his first ten games starting for the 49ers. They've had the one of the top five best defenses in the NFL the entire time he's been there. And they went to a Super Bowl, which he was awful in. Wait, did they go to the Super Bowl with him there? Yeah, yeah they he lost was on the quarterback. Yeah, and he was terrible. They got carried by the run game because Kyle Shanahan is a genius with the running game and is awful at managing time at the end of games. So, I don't know. But I, I just don't see anything. Fields is starting, if not week one, week two. They might trade He'll Garoppolo. start after Garoppolo has one bad game. They might trade Garoppolo before the season even starts. They really might. Somebody's yeah, going to miss out on a give quarterback. Give to the Bears. Somebody's going to the Bears. The Bears, they'll take that, the Bears they love taking huge contracts for fun. Why not? They're idiots. <laughs> the Bears is one of the worst run teams in all the sports. It's really sad. I don't understand how you draft as well as they draft. For every other position, they can't draft quarterback. It's the same thing with Ravens and wide receivers. The Ravens Bears can't draft, draft receivers either. The Ravens Kevin draft the, the Ravens draft <laughs> every other position better than any team in the NFL. Really, they can't draft wide receiver. They can't. It's it's terrible. Terrible. They draft O line better than anybody else. They draft. I mean, Lamar, they picked Lamar out of nowhere. Were the only ones that didn't doubt Lamar Jackson, and that worked out for him pretty well. J.K. Dobbins is amazing. They draft edge a new edge rusher every year and let one of them go every year. Oh. I mean, drafts Darius Smith, great. Let him go. Oh, we got Matthew Judon. We're gonna let him go. We'll probably draft somebody else this year that gets eight sacks next year. Whatever. Draft safety corner. Well, all that can't draft receiver. Countless failures of receiver. Miles Boykin, bad. Rashad Perryman, bad. Marquise Brown, honestly, kind of looking kind of bad. He's not a number one receiver. That's his problem. Oh, he needs to be a number two. He is a a very he's a little better route running Jeremy Grant. He's Ted Ginn, dude. He's Ted Ginn. Marquise Brown is Ted Ginn. I don't think he has Ted Ginn type speed. Marquise Brown is, might be faster than Ted Ginn. That dude is lightning quick, but 
he is a terrible route runner, and because he's the only option on the team, he's never open. He's not a good route runner. He runs streaks really well because he's fast. Well, it's not like the Ravens use their receivers anyway. They don't they always run like two tight ends at least. Uh, not as much last year because Boyle got hurt. But yeah, they do. But I mean, either way, I mean, like he's never open. I, they also this all of the problems the Ravens um uh, scheme their passing schemes are awful. Like basically, it's drop back. More like run. their passing schemes got figured out. It's just they run Only three the or four simple game. routes and hope Lamar Jackson makes something cool happen. That's really. I think it. he's going to do that regardless. I mean, he last season he wanted to throw the ball. He really did. He did not was not run first. He dropped back and was like looking, 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 looking. But there's only so long you can look. I mean, and he won us that Titans game on his back. He taking off doing crazy stuff on his back because. And in the Bills game, he got zero help from his O-line. We had some injuries. Zero help from the O-line. Zero help from the receivers. And he made some terrible decisions, and it was just bad. But not talking about the Ravens. We'll talk about that after the draft. Um, do you have any sleepers? Anybody that you want to call right now? Any sleepers? Uh, Anybody I, I, that you know is just going to be amazing. No matter where they get drafted, I haven't done my research on all the small school kids yet. But there's this um, offensive lineman goes to like a D two college that I think he, he can be pretty good. Tell my Graham Minerts from Wisconsin Whitewater. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's gonna be pretty good. He had a great senior day, uh, senior bowl, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, he made some of the the senior edge rushers look terrible. When he he had to block them, I think he put uh, I I don't know if it was Barmore or somebody he put somebody on their butt at the Senior Bowl practices, like on their butt. And I was like, oh, um. But my sleepers, my deep sleeper is Dwayne Eskridge, wide receiver from Central Michigan. It's about five nine, and is basically Antonio Brown reincarnated. Similar schools, great route runner, super quick. I like him a lot. I think he'll fit anywhere. And then my homer pick is uh, Chris Rumpf from Duke University because that guy is an amazing edge rusher. He really is. Super quick, really athletic, really long. Um, I would love for Baltimore mm-hmm. to get him. Oh, man, I would love it so much. Um. And then if I had – now, if you had a bust pick, who is it? Who's a bust? Absolute bust. Absolute bust. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson? I, I, don't think the, I don't think the Jets will draft a good quarterback. Mm. I, 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 do don't, think- I don't think – I don't think the, the team he's going to is going to make him better. Fair point. Um. I think it does depend on the team where they go. Um, I, I'm worried about Devontae like, Smith. Court? Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith. He only weighs 166 pounds. That is very small. Marvin Harrison is the smallest elite receiver I've ever seen, pound-wise, and he was in the mid-170s. He'll get there. He'll get. To, he'll get there eventually. Maybe I don't know if he has the frame. He's really linky. I don't know if he has the frame to put on that weight. Um, but other busts. Um, I don't know why. I don't have really any reason to back it up. I have a bad feeling about Patrick Sertain. Really? I think the Cowboys. Is it are because take no him. one? Threw- I also think that the Cowboys will take him. Is it because no one threw at him during college? Um, because it happens a lot with the number one Alabama corner, and a lot of times it's due to the way they scheme it. Uh, and because teams just don't, I don't know, I don't know, but I, I don't know, I have a bad feeling about him. I, there's no, I, like I said, there's no discernible reason that I can say. I just, I got a bad feeling. I just feel like, I feel like he's gonna bust. I, I don't know. It's kind of like I the same feeling I had corner. about Akuda, dude. I do too on paper, but like 
The same thing with Okuda. Okuda was the best corner prospect that's come out of college since, like, Charles Woodson. Like, the best prospect on paper. And he was bad last year. He got toasted. And so, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I got a bad feeling. I don't think the Cowboys are going to draft another good corner. I think Byron Jones was luck. Uh, I just don't see it. I don't, I don't like I don't like him there. I don't like his fit there because they run a lot of man, and he's going to have a lot of there, – there's not a good pass rush, and he's going to have a lot of pressure on him to guard NFL number one receivers from day one. Day one. Now, the Eagles suck, but he's got to guard Terry McLaurin twice a year. And then who's uh, who else they got in there? They got the, the Giants. He's got to guard Henny Galladay twice a year. And then whoever else the Giants might draft because they might draft another receiver because they're weird. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I feel weird about it about Sertan. He might get exposed because cornerback a lot of it's about confidence. You know, you got to be they got to be the most cocky, confident people in the NFL because you're oh. going to make it look stupid. And playing those two guys twice a year is just got to be bad for your confidence. Just got to be. It killed um, Captain Munderland's career. Guard Julio Jones twice a year. It killed Captain Munderland's career, dude. Because that dude was going to be a good corner. And then Julio popped off 300 on his head. And he was never the same. Well, at least he doesn't have to guard Devontae Adams twice a year. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah that that's not good for Akuda. Not good at all. That's not good for anybody. It's not good. Not even for Jalen Ramsey. That pissed him off, guarding Devontae Adams. Nobody wants to do that. Dude is amazing. He's 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 the best wide receiver in the NFL. He just is. He's ridiculous. Guaranteed the best route runner. I don't know about the best hands. Best route runner though. Hopkins probably has the best hands. Best. Hopkins is. He's not even the best route runner though, because most of his stuff's jump balls. But he just wins. Yeah, every time. Same thing with Julio. Mike Williams. Mike Williams also really good jump balls. Oh yeah, he's him. Kenny Galladay, Julio, and Hopkins are just cut above everybody else on jump balls. Kenny Galladay has the think? highest catch jump ball percentage and the highest win percentage in the entire NFL since he's been drafted. Do you think they have massive hands? I know Julio does, and I know Hopkins does. I don't know about Kenny Galladay, and I would bet Mark I think Williams, Mike Williams does. Six four, humongous human being, yeah, like huge shoulders. Yeah, I bet. I'm sure he does have big hands. I'm sure it helps. But the problem with Mike Williams is he's slow and is an awful route runner, and so his entire game is built around jump balls. So that's Kenny Galladay at least can run some routes. I mean, damn. He can't run any. Dude, Mike Williams is just like streaks. That's it. Or fades in the end zone and throw it up. The Chargers are dangerous, though. We have like, people sleep on them a lot. That's a dangerous sure. team in a not-so-great division other than the Chiefs because the Raiders are just stuck in mediocrity, and then the Broncos suck. Broncos can't find a quarterback. Drew Locke Broncos are sucks. And they're yeah, getting old shame, on defense. Really. They suck. Von Miller's not the same. They suck. Von Miller can... What kind of injury did he have last season? Was he tore it his ACL, didn't ankle? he? No, it, it wasn't a torn ACL. I don't think. I think it was, he like broke something. Let's see. Maybe he might have broke his leg or something. He didn't get hurt on his farm or whatever. Not sure. Dislocated his perineal tendon in his ankle in a non-contact drill injury during practice. I don't. That sounds. I don't know how how hard that is to come back from, but it doesn't sound good. Anytime tendons are involved, and it just doesn't. If it doesn't grow back right, you know, like Achilles tendon, like for Kobe, it never was right again. It just wasn't. I'm surprised KD's fine. I don't know. 
More like Katie hasn't played enough for you to see the, the, the real difference. He's played 30 minutes a few times, and he's been a bucket. They're just being more generous with him than they Lakers, Lakers were with Kobe. Kobe come back, and it's like, oh, here you go, 38 minutes a game, enjoy. So, and plus, Kobe wouldn't wouldn't take anything less than that. It's just what it was. He was like, if I'm going to play, I'm going to play. That's how he was, and that's fine. Worked for him. He had a very successful career. R.I.P. Black Mamba. R.I.P. Legend. Um, side note: oh, Is Meek Mill's officially a clown, right? For the like the Kobe thing and just everything he says is corny, right? He's we been all a clown. As a society, that Meek Mill's officially like hundred percent. No matter where you come from, he's a clown. He's been a clown. Okay, okay. I'm glad. Well, I'm on board now. Fully clown. Full clown. I, 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 I was. I felt bad for him with the Drake thing. Clown though. Super clown. So is uh, NBA young boy. Clown. Not a young boy guy. If anybody, <laughs> three people, the three people that watch this. Hope none of them are young boy fans because those people are crazy. Young boy fans are wild. Uh, to all the young boy fans out there, um, I sympathize with you. Uh, please don't hurt me. He's the only one talking trash. <laughs> I mean, they're so aggressive, dude. They eat like, look like they eat <laughs> screws for breakfast when they're eating cereal. <laughs> it looks Not like they aggressive. eat Kit Kats. <laughs> Kick at sideways. Yeah, dude, they do everything so hard. They slam all their car doors always. Slam their car doors all the time. Just play loud music in the parking garage. Yeah, they they there's holes in their walls everywhere. Um, I almost put a hole in my wall last night playing Madden. I'm not gonna lie though. I'm not gonna lie. That game is awful. Let's. Uh, I want to start our own <laughs> position on the hashtag Madden. Please, can we get a better game? Please, that's that's part of it's. It's enveloped in sports. Gaming is part of sports, and right now, this is the worst year in the history of sports games. Two K twenty one was bad. Madden twenty one was bad. MLB the Show is actually pretty good. Everything else is bad, but MLB the Show also doesn't have an online franchise mode, which continues to bother me. Because it would probably be more fun than the other ones because there's so much developing you can do and you can run your whole farm system. Like, dude, that would be great. But no, we don't get that. Have you, have you played the new one yet? Yeah, I have. I've, I've uh, been working on Diamond Dynasty. I packed it down. Oh, you, you have the new one? Yeah, yeah, I, bought, I pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered it. Got that doji money. Oh, yeah. Also, also for the people that watch this, please buy more doji. Hashtag doji rise. Oh, uh, what um, what's it worth right now? Like forty cents? Um, it's had a dip the last few days because people got cut scared because Doji Day did not go very well. Um, because everybody was kind of waiting. Uh, it's at twenty six cent, but I bought mine uh, at half a penny, so all good for me. All profit over here. All right, for all you people out there. Um, Go buy something like. Go buy Doji. Don't buy anything else. Buy Doji. Okay. Don't buy the Doge. more. You, the more you buy it, the more it goes up. Okay. People Don't have to be willing to buy it at this price, or I can't make more money. Okay. Let's get it to a dollar. Only people, people I can make money. Take care of yourself. Don't not don't true. go into anything. Not true. My stepdad bought it at eighteen cents. Advice, by the way. He has he bought it at eighteen cents and has made plenty of money. Plenty, plenty. This is financial advice. We're not financial advisors. Don't Doji listen to us. Oh, Doji twenty twenty one. Not twenty twenty. That year's over. Thank God. All right. Well, I think that's it. We're kind of straight off the sports thing. Um but yeah, we'll uh we'll be back probably next week and then after the draft, I think we're gonna try to we're gonna do a pre draft one. Yep. And then after draft, I think we'll try to do every week when we've got some more developing stuff with baseball and NBA playoffs and hopefully some NFL news. Um, there's always NFL has random news, you know, pops up. 
might get to big contracts, might get cut, traded, stuff like that. So, or someone uh, gets for- into a fight in in a bar, or someone shoots himself in the leg. Plats Cabrera. So, anyway, thank thanks. y'all for listening. The don't, don't forget to follow right us on Twitter. Um, yeah, pod, please. Pod at Pod Burrito on Twitter. Pod Burrito, and we will be releasing a TikTok soon, and all that good stuff. So. Ten followers will release a TikTok. Please like and subscribe and come back for more. Be here before we... Hopefully we'll be in a better space soon. But yeah, this is... uh, This is a Sport Burrito Podcast. Thanks for for listening.